so good. But since man shall not live by coffee alone, this morning we are in the book of 1 Thessalonians. Moving along through the scriptures, last week we looked at Colossians chapter 1 through 4, and this week we're starting off a new week in a new book. A letter that the Apostle Paul wrote 2,000 years ago to the church, small new startup church in a town or city called Thessalonica. And it's worth considering that the church that Paul's writing to, he wrote two letters to them, First and Second Thessalonians. These were some of Paul's earliest writings, so it shows some of Paul's earliest views on the scripture, some of his earliest theology. But also what's interesting is that the church at Thessalonica was a church that was started probably over just three Sundays. So, or three Sabbaths, three Saturdays. So um, Acts chapter 17 tells us a little bit of the story, how Paul, he had been beaten up, he and his co-laborer Silas. There was a small team of guys, Paul and Silas, Timothy and Luke, and they had been in the town of Philippi for a while, city of Philippi, and they had planted a church there until uh, Paul's ministry, like it so often did, started a little bit of trouble, and uh, he ended up getting beat up by the magistrates, and he was sent out of the city, and they go to Thessalonica. And then he's only there for about three Sabbath days, the scriptures say. And this church got started. And then he leaves. He goes on to a place called Berea with Silas. They left Luke and Philippi. He leaves Timothy, who had really only been like trained for ministry for maybe a couple of months. So he's a young guy just getting started, probably late teenage years. And he gets left there in Thessalonica to kind of oversee a brand new church that just got started. And it's pretty amazing that this church is moving along. And so Paul goes to Berea. He leaves there, leaves Silas there, goes down to Athens. It's a great story in Acts 17 about Paul in Athens. Pretty famous passage of scripture. But this church, small startup church, a guy leading the church, Timothy, who's really only been following in the ministry for I don't know, six, eight weeks, and he's probably 19, 20 years old. Who knows? Not very old. And so Paul sends this letter to this brand new church. And I, I just want to look at a couple of little small things in the first chapter of First Thessalonians. It says there in First Thessalonians chapter 1, uh, beginning in verse 2, Paul says, We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. This way Paul started out most of his letters. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, and your patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father, knowing, brethren, your beloved brethren, your election by God. So three things that he talks about there. Their work of faith, their labor of love, and their patience of hope. This was a brand new church. These people were just beginning to walk with Jesus. Paul shared the gospel with them over three Sabbath days, and they believed in the Lord. They become a church. They become followers of God. That's where the church is, just a group of people who are following God. And even in just that short period of time, Paul could see that they were diligent in the faith, their work of faith. So their faith in Jesus changed the way that they lived. Simple question for you and for me. Has your faith in Jesus changed the way that you live and work? And in, in what ways? Are you more gracious towards people? Are you more merciful? Are you more diligent? Are you more ethical? Are you more, I mean, go down the list of all the different 
qualities that are really spoken of in the scriptures. Joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control. That's some of the fruit of the Spirit. So has your faith in Jesus affected the way that you live out your daily life, your work? Is it evident? It was evident in the lives of the people at Thessalonica in just three short weeks. Almost immediately, there was a transformation. And Paul says, I remember your work of faith and then your labor of love. The love of Christ had transformed them so much that now that love compelled them to love other people in very practical ways. And so they were already exhibiting within a matter of days this labor of love. And it was beginning to transform the way that they lived and then their patience of hope. It's worth considering that one of the leaders, one of the first people who became a leader of the church in Thessalonica was a guy named Jason. And because of his faith in Jesus, within just a matter of days and weeks of becoming a Christian, he got beat up and he's being persecuted. And yet he maintained his faith in Jesus. He maintained his walk in Christ, maintained his leadership in this early church. He endured. He had patience because his hope was not in the, the city of Thessalonica. His hope was not in Macedonia or Greece. His hope was in Christ. His hope was in his eternal future with God. And so the hope that we have in Jesus should affect the way that we live, the way that we endure through things in this life. It should be evident. Now, we're all going through crazy circumstances and difficult situations right now because of all the things that are happening in the world, whether it's politics or protests or it's the pandemic or any other P word. You go down the list of all these different things that are going on that can stress us out. Schooling your kids, if you're now homeschooling your kids, or problems with work, problems within your marriage, family, all these different things can weigh on us. And in the midst of that, we need to have a, a right focus. We talked about that in Colossians chapter 3 and 4 last week, so that it affects the way that we live right now in the moment. So my hope, my prayer for you this week is that you would see the faith that you have in Jesus transforming you in these areas, in faith, hope, and love. Paul talks about these quite a bit in other places. You know, he talks about them in 1 Corinthians 13. Now abide these three, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these, he says, is love. When you get to the book of Hebrews, which I think was written by one of Paul's associates, the guy that he left in Thessalonica, uh, there in that passage, the author of the book of Hebrews, he focuses on faith, hope, and love and us growing to maturity. And one of the signs of maturity in the life of the Christian is that they are growing in these things continually, in their faith, in their hope, and in their love. And I hope that that would be what is happening in your life today and this week. So it's a good way to start out the week. We'll see you some more as we go through First Thessalonians. Thank you.